0: Time to buy in You're listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour Welcome to this week's episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour, where we explore income strategies for the modern financial landscape. I'm Sean Harris. To the left of me, he's the Sultan of security. He has a plan for when the stuff hits the fan. The Prince of Predictable Income, Jess Hedge Your Bets Hamill. Good morning. And to my right, He has a vendetta against volatility, the personification of financial preparation, Mr. Mailbox Money himself, Jaden, know when to hold him Newman. Since 2002, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, welcome to the airwaves. Thank you. Welcome. Good morning. Guys, I got to tell you, here we are. It's September 1st, and I am done with Texas summer. I'm over it. No way, man. Ugh. Man, it's so—it's still so hot out there. Yeah, that's Texas. That's what we're here for. No yeah, winter. No se- winter. September is autumn, though. No nah,
1: man, it's it's
2: summer, and then there's two months of winter. Oh, brutal. Yeah, we've been on a, a scorcher here for about what—almost 30 days, no rain. Yeah, or just very little rain. Yep. Yeah, yeah, a few sprinkles here and there, but that's it. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's well. That's what happens. It comes and goes. So. At the end of the day, though, um, you know, living out on Lake Travis, I, we've talked about this. I know our our clients, some of our clients know this. Not all their listeners know, but. I've lived out there for about 16 years now. Lake Travis is not constant level; it fluctuates. Yeah. So I'm watching it almost daily, oh, dropping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a six inches to a foot
1: a day, it's right? Crazy, now. It's crazy, man. I think it'll drop 130 feet, and everybody will freak out and don't wash your car, don't take showers, and then sure enough, a couple of years later, it fills yeah. back up. In one weekend, yeah, in one weekend, exactly. Days. And then we
0: can't get on the lake because there's too much debris in there because everything rains so hard. You know, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well. For those of you out there listening, if you haven't listened to the show before, or if you need a gentle reminder, we're Noble Capital Wealth Management, a financial advising and income planning firm focused on helping our clients achieve financial freedom through predictable lifetime income. There you go, important uh, designation there. That's right. Lifetime. Lifetime. Predictable and lifetime. Yep. Two very important things to have in an income plan. That is right. Crucial. And if you folks out there want to get in touch with us, you can email me at radio at noblecapital.com. Send us your questions. Send us your comments. We'd love to hear from you all. So last week's episode was called The Past Increases and the Future Recedes. We talked about the importance of time and timing in your retirement plan. And, you know, I went back and, and I listened to that. Uh, actually on on podcast. Go find us wherever you get your podcasts and look it up, you won't regret it. So, who wants to read the Capital Contemplations for today? This is a pretty good
2: one. Let's go with the Jaden voice. All right. Okay, here it is. By failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail. For two retirement points,
0: which one of our country's forefathers said it? Was it Thomas Jefferson? Alexander Hamilton or Benjamin Franklin?
1: Man, that's just gonna be a wag there. Uh, I'll go with Franklin.
2: Yeah, it's either Jefferson or Franklin. Um, I'm gonna go Benjamin Franklin. He had some. He had a lot of good one-liners. He was pretty smart. Two retirement points will be allocated to each of you because
0: it was <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. Boom, right on, all right. You know, out of, out of all of our forefathers, he was like one of the only ones that wasn't president. Which is surprising because right. he was. He had better things to do. Yeah. Well, he was brilliant. That's for <laughs> right. sure. Exactly. He,
1: he showed it. That doesn't seem to qualify you for president anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, despite the scorching heat, um, you guys doing anything for Labor Day tomorrow? Uh, hopefully on my motorcycle. Yeah. And get out and sweat all day. Nice. What about you, Jaden? You gonna barbecue or anything? Get out on the lake. It'll be on the lake. I yeah, it'll out. be a but lake. The it'll, lake's
2: gonna be slammed. It is gonna be slammed. You, you got to kind of uh, play it like a professional after mm-hmm. after doing this for you know over ten years. You sure. kind of know when to go out and and, and when to kind of know know when to hold them, know when to fold them out there. But, yeah, um, exactly. You just and you also know who to steer clear of. So mm-hmm. um, it's 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 not bad. You know, I uh, living on the lake, you're able to to sort of. Hit those windows when when everyone else is either heading in or there's a little weather coming in, you get out there and get it all to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially
1: yeah. the people that are trailering, you yeah, know, they've got to they gotta go in early and, and load up and everything. That's when you can just walk right you got down an to advantage the walk right the down, down your dock and meeting. off you exactly. go. Exactly. I love hanging out at his house, man. It's like just get on the boat and go. Nice. No trailers, no hauling it around, no going to the marina. It's yeah. right there. Yeah, Lake Travis is closed by the way if you're yeah. <laughs>
2: Exactly. Stay away for Labor Day.
0: <laughs> so speaking of Labor Day, do you guys know when the first labor day was held it was on this day in history i do not it's going to be another wag <laughs> I,
1: um, i'd say somewhere in the roosevelt administration i would guess
0: uh you're a little little bit late uh, late there but <clears throat> the first labor day was actually celebrated in 1882 get out of here yeah 1882 in New York City by the Carpenters and Joiners Union, but Congress didn't declare it a national holiday until 1894. So that's 12. even still earlier than I thought. Okay, yeah. well, good. Wow, and getting close to Roosevelt, but yeah. a little, you know, preceding Roosevelt a little bit. So I was actually, I've been watching the markets lately, and you know the. There's a lot of noise in the media and among economists about, um, you know, the economic conditions right now and things like that. But do you, do either of you guys invest in uh, ExxonMobil by any chance? I do not. You don't? Okay. Well, that's good because apparently they're not doing really well right now uh, and they're, they're having to cut their payroll. Did you hear this? No. Okay. Not at all. Yeah, so ExxonMobil just laid off 25 congressmen.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a good segue to the joke. Yeah. I like that. Boom. <laughs> I like that.
0: Yeah, take that big oil <laughs> <laughs> in Congress. <laughs> so I'm going to try to do what I did last time, and I want to sort of make you guys guess um, what we're going to be talking about this episode. And I— uh Laid out a little trail of breadcrumbs uh, a little bit earlier, um, but I want to kind of give you guys a few clues, and uh, you know maybe see if you guys can guess what this episode is going to be about. What okay. do you think? Right on. It's going right. to have something to do with the preparation. I'm thinking or planning or yeah, you know. absolutely. So I'm just going to throw out some terms right now about. Uh, our, you know, stuff that's in the news and our current situation, okay? So as you guys know, obviously, we're kind of in the middle of the uh, longest economic expansion in history, right? Right. In terms of, uh, uh, you know, best unemployment rate, stock market is raging, and it has been for a while. The second clue is that we're also starting to see some stock market volatility okay okay? right it's uh it's going up it's going down it's kind of kind of all over the place it's it's unpredictable right now okay uh i've got a couple more uh the third or the third clue is the gdp to deficit ratio okay okay and the fourth clue and i think this is probably a dead giveaway but yield curve inversion okay does that mean anything to you it does Okay. So do you want to try to guess now? Do you, uh, I would you guess from what you just said, it? it's
2: got something to do with a downturn or a correction. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with Jess. Yeah. Think downturn? Yeah. Economic downturn. That's, that's
0: close um, because since we're not economists, we're not going to specifically talk about a recession, but we're going to talk about income planning that can shield you from a possible recession. Okay. So that's what today's topic is about. And if those of you out there listening don't have a plan yet, or you want to learn a little bit more about developing an income plan, come see us. You can connect with us at uh, just by going to noblecapitalradio.com. And you can actually RSVP for one of our dinner and discussion events. And we discuss our approach to income planning, uh, we discuss some things that you may or may not have thought about when it comes to planning your income. And you get to you get to kind of hang out with Jess and Jaden. So if you folks listen to us, uh, you know we're always talking about an income plan. Come learn more about it, noblecapitalradio.com. We're going to take a break real quick, and when we come back, we're going to dive right into this week's topic. Hang on, folks. Talk 1370, the right choice. You're tuned in to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back to the show, where this week, we're going to be talking about how to protect your income in the event of a recession. I'm uh really disappointed that you guys guessed the topic of the episode so easily. I'm going to have to be a little bit more... Obscure. We're smart. Next time, you You don't get anything past us. Yeah, you guys. You guys are smart. You definitely got one on me. But uh, here's another way that you have it on me: is you know a lot more about income planning than I do. We should. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) I hope so. If not, then we got a problem. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. Um, The financial planners know more than the communications guy. So that's that's good. Um, So. What I want to talk about today is I don't, you know, I don't want to talk about, you know, recession per se, um, because we don't have a crystal ball. We're not necessarily economists,
1: right? No, but we can we can assume there's going to be a correction at some point. So then we can discuss what we do when that when that inevitably occurs.
0: Absolutely, and and you know, like I said before, there is kind of a lot of noise in the media right now, and everybody's pointing at certain indicators and things like that. So there is that conversation happening right now. And the people out there listening, they're probably hearing that conversation, too. So I thought it would be prudent for us to kind of just address some of the ways that a comprehensive income plan can shield you from the effects of a downturn. To some degree, or it can, it can buffer you. Yeah, sure. absolutely. So before we get really into the income planning piece of this, can can you kind of just juxtapose some investments from a, a, a risk standpoint
1: yeah i mean so we're i want to make sure that we don't mix up terms here and i'm not trying to split hairs but when we're talking about income uh, when most people talk about risk they're talking about you know accumulation so you know wh- where it. can i put this money that it's going to grow and grow as safe as possible and have the least amount of chance of me not only not getting the growth but also losing part of my principal? versus what can i do to turn this into an income stream that should be completely insulated from market downturns. So two conversations basically. Um, but you know, the, when we do the income planning, we're planning ahead of time. So whether we're planning in the middle of a recession or we're planning and then a recession occurs later, the types of asset classes that we're using are, are insulated from that. So most of the stuff that we're doing is gonna be a guaranteed growth mm-hmm. upfront. Um, gotcha. We know what it's gonna be regardless of what the market's um, doing. And then once we turn that income stream on, it's got nothing to do with the market itself. Now there's recession, there are other things that come along with recession, but as far as worrying about a, a stock portfolio or some kind of an investment portfolio going up and down, we we, we don't do that. We, our mm-hmm. income is not dependent upon market variations.
0: Okay, so that that's actually a really good distinction between accumulation versus income. So let's start there real quick because I think when most people think about a retirement plan, they're thinking about a retirement savings account. True, right? so a lot,
1: a lot of people think that they're gonna build up a, a nest egg and then slowly spin it down. I mean, it's just the, the way of doing things. Spend right? down, spin Sally. Down, spin down, spin down, spin down. And we yeah. do we do our best to get away from that mindset. So we don't wanna just spin down an account and hope that we that it outlasts us. We don't wanna be worried about counting on a certain amount of this nest egg and all of a sudden we take a big hit in the market and now we've got to adjust our income going forward. Our income needs to be on a, an upward curve, not a not a wave. Gotcha. Okay? So when we plan our income, we separate, we plan for our income out of the assets that we have now. We position them in such a way that we don't have to worry about market downturns during that time frame. And then what's left over on the accumulation side, we can afford to take a little bit more risk and we can ride out some of those market downturns because it's not affecting our income stream.
0: So let's talk a little bit about uh, risk profile then, because I I think that that has, um, you know, a little bit of bearing or kind of dovetails with what we're we're talking about here. So typically somebody that's younger is in an accumulation phase, right? Right. Right. Um, So it, it, it makes more sense for them to take on more risk.
1: It means that they can withstand more risk. I don't know that I would necessarily gotcha. advise somebody to take on more risk. That's okay. a personal choice based on a lot of stuff. But, you know, the younger you are, the the more insulated you are from the repercussions of a downturn because you've got longer to ride it out. I mean, eventually, for the most part, most of these downturns come back around. You just don't want to be spending your portfolio while it's losing money because then you, you're decreasing the amount that is there to build on when it comes back up. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, so, you know, one, one of the things that I would – I throw out here to to the listeners. This is just a, pr- a practical thing that anybody can do when they're listening. Uh, in fact, I just did this, uh, Sean, in fifteen seconds while you were talking there during that last segment. Mm-hmm. But you can look. You at, mean you weren't listening intently to me? I can multitask. <laughs> okay. So there. Look <laughs> at the again. look at the Dow, uh, the stock market, and look at where about where it's at today. It's it's in the mid twenty 25, five thousands, twenty five five, twenty five seven. Depending on which day you ask me, right, Right, or what hour, yeah, maybe. exactly. Yeah, and just go ahead and start tracking back and counting back the months and, until the first time the market hit mid twenty mm-hmm. 25, five thousands, twenty five five, twenty five seven. And what you'll find is that in January of eighteen, January one of twenty eighteen, that's mm-hmm. where the market was Got for it. the first time it hit mid twenty five thousands. Well, here we are in basically September mm-hmm. of nineteen. Right. We're yeah. talking literally uh, 21 months later or so, and the market is still at 25,500. Yeah. So, you know, th- this is interesting. You can start looking at, well, so if, if in January, if you would have pulled out, could have, should have, would have, right? But if you would have pulled out of the market January 1 of 2018 and put your money in a conservative 5% yielding, you know, vehicle, right? Um, it looks like you, you would be up close to 10% right now uh, higher than you would if you were still in the stock market. So why didn't you tell
0: me that in January of 2018? <laughs> Don't you wish we all, <laughs> if we'd have
2: known that, we'd have done ourselves,
0: right? Oh, That's it's, right. The, it's that hindsight thing. It's
2: that yeah. hindsight, but what we do have to look at is the historical tr- you know, patterns and trends. And what, what's th- what the market is signaling right now is that we're entering into the next secular bear market. We've been saying this now for Years. Yeah. In fact, we thought it was going to happen five years ago. So it, it actually has outperformed. Surprised, surprised us. Yeah. Right? What all the analysts have said. But at this point, you can't deny that the market's been flat for almost two years now. And most most of our listeners, most people would say, like, I can't afford to just watch my money go flat for two years. Much more. You know, yeah, much less another 10, yeah, five, yeah. 10 years uh, of this, th- this could really derail my my retirement. So what what do I do right now? That that's kind of the question that we're being asked, right, Jess? Yeah. And that's I'm getting asked that every day.
1: I'm getting more and more people coming in saying, I don't I don't trust this. Get me out. Right. What can I what can I do besides the stock market?
0: Yeah, the, the longer the longer it goes, the riskier it feels to people you know, it I, is. I would think. And, and everybody's trying to juggle jury, that,
1: that, that line because there's never a good time to get out of the market, right? When the market's right. up, you don't want to get out because it's, it's up, right? Yeah. And then it's down. You're like, oh, I got to wait for it to then come back up. Lose. If I get out, I'm yeah. going to lose money. So nobody wants to ever get out of the market. So it's it's these volatile kind of scary times that people are yeah. stopping and considering, when well, okay, maybe it's time to get out.
0: Well, so so let me ask you this. I mean, we, we haven't seen much growth. You're saying, Jaden, since, you know, the beginning of 2018, when do economists Start calling it a bear market. I mean, they're still that, they're still having that conversation. And, uh, but if you look back, I mean, it has the appearance of a bear market. It does. If I mean, it's
1: that's, I don't know that we can even really address that here, honestly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too much for us to say. Speculation. It's speculation. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's not the I right agree, form yeah. for that. Um, and see,
0: that's that's uh, that's the the stock market in and of itself is, yeah, is speculation. Exactly. So I feel like, yeah, anything we say about it is also going to be speculation. Yeah,
1: true. But yeah. Th- there's plenty of people. So in the past 20 months where we've gone point to point and stayed the same, we've had all this volatility, there was lots of money to be made in day trading or in short-term stuff if you're just yeah. watching the market. So plenty of people have been making money for the past year and a half. I yeah. mean, it's not like everybody's just flat, but your average investor – that goes and, and and fills out the thing. at, it I can't say the name, but you know one of the big box guys. Okay, I'm a I'm a 22 on the scale here. Yeah, and they're invested in certain assets like that. Those things have been just bouncing back. Yeah, out. or
2: most people's 401k for example right now. Yeah, they set in, it and forget it go. That's right. So the the answer is 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 you know we we'll get into this more in the next segment, but you've got to have a balanced approach right now. And and if you got time to wait it out, then great. But if you if if this is go time for you right now in retirement, you've got to have a balanced approach with an eye towards retirement. Yeah.
0: And if this is go time for you folks listening out there and you don't have a balanced approach uh, in place, just come see us. You know, come come talk to us. Go to noblecapitalradio.com, come to one of our events, hear what we have to say, and uh, we may be able to, to help put you on that path toward a slightly more secure plan. Right? More than slightly more, but yeah. Well, de- <laughs> yeah, depending on the person and, exactly. and what they're looking for. Right. We've got to take a break and we'll be back in just a second, folks. And now, back to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we've been discussing how you can mitigate your exposure if we enter another economic. Recession. And the way you do that is by having what? Guaranteed predictable income. Guaranteed predictable lifetime income. Lifetime income. There you go. I looked up the most important word. Absolutely. So I want to kind of uh, circle back around real quick before we discuss how you kind of mitigate this risk with an income plan. Why does somebody want to be in a risk position in the first place? Well,
1: there's an old adage the greater the risk, the greater the reward. Um, they they leave out the also greater the potential loss, but you know that's the way it goes. But at thirty five or forty, if I've got a good job, lots of income coming in, I don't mind taking some more risk. You know, I can withstand
0: it. I can withhold it. Gotcha, gotcha. And the other point I wanted to bring up because we kind of touched on it a little bit when you were discussing accumulation. You know, we're talking about uh, retirement accounts: your four hundred one k, your IRA. When the last recession hit, people nearing retirement lost a lot of wealth. They but did because those retirement accounts are largely invested uh in the stock market. Typically or in some market product. Yep. Right. So as you approach retirement and you can't you can't afford to take that kind of a, a hit, you know, what what do you do? Come see me. <laughs> come see me. Yeah. I mean there's
1: not one answer to that. But yeah. if you come into this office, I mean that's what I do day in and day out is just take people that have, you know, now's a great time. We're at the, we've been riding out a nice market for a while. No reason to be greedy, take advantage of, uh, of the good past eight or 10 years. And now let's reposition and reallocate that to something. That's not going to be
2: dependent upon that. You know, be glad for what we've got. And now
1: let's get smart about it. Yeah. You know, that's,
2: it's really good. I mean, it's, 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 Jess isn't being facetious when he says, Hey, come see me. Uh, first of all, there's no obligation to do business when you come in. So like, let's, let's talk, yeah. If it's not a good fit, we'll we'll call that out, and and we can still be friends. But he's saying, come see him because, like we say, you you know you can't cut someone's hair over the phone. We can't cut right. your hair over the radio. We can't help solve your financial plan over the radio, but you can come sit down across the desk and and talk shop and and get some good ideas. Maybe just address a specific issue, or or maybe it's a broader issue that that you're facing that you need some help with. The issue we're talking about now is. Is you know what's the best way to approach uh, market conditions like the ones we're in now when you're facing retirement? It's a very specific question. It's a very specific situation that a lot of our clients uh, and, and prospects find themselves in, and these are the people that we're here to serve. So our solutions are practical, common sense uh, solutions that that really are are very natural and genuine. When you think about it, at you know when you're in the stock market and you're in this type of um, a volatile marketplace and you're facing retirement, you've got to step carefully and make, make very precise, very deliberate moves at this point. If not, it could set your retirement date back three, five, God forbid, ten years because you, you, you didn't make the right moves. You didn't rebalance your portfolio. Maybe you were too greedy. Maybe you were insecure. Maybe you just didn't know what to do. Um, you know, and you were just kind of, uh, they call it analysis, uh, by paralysis. Par- what paralysis, right? yeah, analysis, analysis, paralysis. paralysis 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 by yeah. analysis. Right? right. So you're just kind of frozen. It's like, what do I do? If I pull my money out and put it in the bank, it's just going to be earning nothing. That's not smart. So I'll just leave it in there and we'll, we'll get to it later. You know, kind of that procrastination and kicking the can down. I'm just going to punt. Yeah. Well, I'm Tom here to tell you that, you know, right now, you you've got to start making moves and get deliberate because life is short. This isn't a dress rehearsal, right? Right. We we want to get you focused on on moving into retirement with lifestyle confidence and fulfillment. And there's no question that rebalancing your portfolio is going to be part of that. And yeah. That's the conversation Jess wants to have.
1: And sometimes that stinks up on you, man. I mean, do you do you remember that morning in 2008? I mean, one day, boom, everybody wakes up and I'm like, oh, what's yeah. going on? You know, yeah. it, it, it does, it's not always gradual. You go,
2: hey. I think it's slipping a little bit. Maybe you ought to go reposition yeah. stuff. I mean, it can sneak up on you, and boom, you're gone, real yeah. quick. It that's can cool. happen real quick, especially when you're trained. You see, the market is very volatile. You know, just last week we had like a six hundred, six or seven hundred point drop. Yeah. It's, so you think and it's going to come right back? Come back because you know it's what it's done the last ten times or so. But yeah, crying wolf, man. That's right. A combination of those, and all of a sudden, it's it's an eerie feeling uh-huh. uh, when you wake up, and and it it's almost like you you know no one's. The, the, the sun didn't come up and no one's outside. Like what's going yeah. on? You know, yeah, it, it's like that very first twilight zone. Where's everybody from the that guy yeah. Where is everybody? Yeah, that's, that's exactly that's how really
0: it feels. Like, Whoa. You know, very surreal and odd. And you know, that, that is a good point because it can be very quick when it happens. And that's the way, you know, it, it was during the last recession. And you know what, it, if, if you have everything in the stock market and you see, it starts to take a, a dive like it did, in the last recession you try to call your broker yeah, guess he's jumping, what he's jumping out a window guess what everybody else is trying to call right. him too to get their money out of the market yeah, yeah. you may not even be able to get through <laughs> that's
2: tough you know the i'll or tell god, you this god forbid it's in a 401k so you can't even go straight to the broker you got to go through the administrator right. and then go through that way. Absolutely, yeah, that drags on. That, that. that's a yeah that's a long process yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. lost mm-hmm. lost six figures because of an administrative <laughs> process yeah. um mm-hmm. so and speaking of that, you know, six figures, seven figures, eight figures, a lot of our clients are are pretty well off, Sean. Let's face it, you know, we our services are pointed at the at the higher net worth, um, in in the more affluential uh, you know, retiree. So what does that mean? Typically, our clients have somewhere between one to two million on the low end, up to you know five, ten million plus. Okay, so th- these are people who have done very well. When we're talking about the stock market and the risk of the stock market, we're not telling you to pull everything out and put your head in the sand. Right, right. right. There, there, There's still money to be made in the market. What we're specifically uh, promoting here is to adjust your, your positions in the market to the extent that you need to set up some more security and certainty in your plan, not just for you, but for your family and for that surviving spouse absolutely so that you can have the confidence that the assets that are working in the stock market can go through the volatile times without hitting the panic button right without freaking out because you built a foundation deliberately to to set yourself up in a position to let that happen that's a beautiful place to be what i'm saying is is that most of our clients still have money in the stock market sure but that's part of the plan
0: absolutely um and I, I like how you said, you know, you don't have to hit the panic button because that's the confidence part of it, you know. And if you don't have a plan in place, you don't have that confidence because you don't know, you know, what money is predictable. Uh, you know, you just don't have visibility on it. And like Jaden said earlier, you know, come in to talk to us. Uh, we're not high pressure salesmen. You know, it may not be a fit. You don't have to do business with us. But by having a conversation with Jess, it's gonna put things in perspective. And if, if nothing else, you're gonna learn where the gaps are in your financial situation. And even if you decide not to work with us, you're gonna walk out of here armed with more knowledge about how to make yourself more financially secure. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's, a, it's about just taking a good hard look at, at what you have uh, and what you need maybe. you so know That's the first step. And then
1: having some kind of a plan I know we've let this sound like a broken record, but I had a, I had a client, a potential client that came in a week ago and this person in pretty good shape, got a nice portfolio. She's got some rental properties and she, she didn't think she needed a plan. It's like, oh, I'm doing okay. I'm looking at my income right now. And I said, okay, so let's inflate that. You know, let's, let's go 10 years or 12 years down the road with inflation. All of a sudden your needs are more than your income is coming in. It's like, well, I can spend down this, right. I can spend down. Right. Yeah. And then eventually I got this piece of property I can sell. So at some point. It's just loosey goosey. So, I mean, yeah. is she going to wind up on her bridge? No. I mean, is she going to be okay? Yes. But the inefficiency of her plan, and I'd say that, you know, sarcastically is just rampant. So yeah, I turned her back around. I said, okay, you're going to be okay, but wouldn't you rather only consume half of what you had to consume in the way that you're trying to do it? And she's like, yeah. Then we put a plan together and all of a sudden she saw the light and everything was good.
0: Yeah. That's, that's actually, that's a light bulb moment for me because what you basically just said is that by not having a plan, you're leaving money on the table yeah. you know you're you're not maximizing your income um you're not you know probably don't have a tax strategy which that's leaving tons of money on the table totally. as we know if if you don't have your eyes on, you know on what you're going to do with your taxes so you know just just having that plan in place is absolutely crucial you know so let's talk real quick let's kind of shift gears We've only got a few minutes left before the break. But, you know, the idea that we're talking about here is kind of shielding yourself from a recession. And you had mentioned earlier kind of reallocating and, you know, redistributing your your investments and and your savings and whatnot. How do you move somebody from a higher risk situation to a lower risk? situation hypothetically i mean that's uh, once again that's a that's a very broad brush that, that's I'm, more, I'm real good that's at that, like you want a custom haircut <laughs> over the phone um
1: it's i don't know that i can respond to that in general terms in the amount of time because it's different have, right? for everybody It's different for everybody okay um but one example would be to go into an investment that has a floor you're going to pay for it with a ceiling but if i can put you in an investment that has a floor of zero and a ceiling of 10 that means the most you're ever going to make in any one given year is 10 but the most you're ever going to lose is nothing so no matter yeah. what the worst case scenario in any one given year is you just don't make anything. But you don't actually lose anything. That'd be a handy strategy to have at the blackjack table, it's wouldn't huge. it? And that's and that's the uh you know, that's the the analogy that we use a lot. Yeah. Um and, you know, here at this blackjack table, when you win, you only get to keep fifty percent of your earnings. But when you lose, you don't lose anything. Right. How long would you sit at that table?
2: All, yeah, all, all night, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like why not? You got nothing all to lose. You can't Until lose Until they anything. take you down in the basement, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean we
1: we have, believe it or not, we have investments that are that are structured exactly that way.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And you, the 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 fact is is there's a lot of alternatives uh to to just going all out in the herd mentality stock market, right? Um we're telling you that our our clients are more sophisticated, they've they've accumulated more wealth. So yes, there's a place and and there's an allocation in the stock market for most of our clients in good and bad markets, by the way. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the other allocations that that matter the most. Um, the focus shouldn't be on the stock market investments that's all gravy when, when you have a solid plan in place right your your focus that's is That's fun money yeah it's, basically it's fun money and, and you're it's an inflation uh, hedge mm-hmm. uh, you know because the market's gonna kind of kind of naturally adjust and, and be forgiving for for inflation sure but at the end of the day it's those that have put themselves in a position where they're reliant on the performance of the market. Uh, to, to determine the success of their retirement and, and really their overall um, state of mind and state of being and happiness and security in retirement is is based on this shifty sand uh, called right. called Wall Street and there's there's a lot going on there with a lot of, of motives and a, a lot of people uh, and, and institutions out there um, that are that that are things that we have no control over as an advisor or as, as a retiree as an individual whether you have a million dollars saved up or 25 million dollars saved up you're you're just a a blip on the map um you yeah. know when it comes to the overall scheme of wall street so you've got to be careful about going all in on that strategy and and that's what jess wants to get into is how do we do how do we move away from being so concentrated in the market and set ourselves up with alternatives with things that are going to be there, uh, for, as, as you say, Sean, that are guaranteed predictable lifetime income, the stock market just simply doesn't offer that. Yeah, true. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's one, there's one thing that we're missing here in this conversation.
1: We'll probably talk about it when we come back from the break, but you know, on we're, we're, we're talking about risk, right? And so everybody's talking about the risk of the market and losing the investment. I think your greatest risk is taxes. You know, we're in the lowest tax brackets in the history of the IRS right now. So if I plan for that and, Five years into my retirement, all of a sudden, my Changes. The, the tax brackets change, and I'm paying twice as much in tax. That's
0: a huge hit. That's just like losing half of my of my income. Yeah, big deal. Well, folks, obviously, no matter what your situation is, you you can't take that risk. Particularly if you are close to retirement, or you want to retire early, or you just want to have a little bit of peace of mind. So come see us. Go to noblecapitalradio.com. You can RSVP for one of our events. And come learn a little bit more. Uh, We'll be back right after this break. Talk
2: 1370.
0: Once again, this is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. And we are back. And if you just tuned in, You've missed a lot, but we've been talking about how having a retirement income plan can provide the peace of mind that you need if another recession happens to hit, you know, and uh, that's something that, you know, we're we're not going to try to like, you know, run for the hills and like scare people out there, but it is something you need to think about. Yeah, we don't you do know? scare tax runner. Right? We, we try to
1: be as reasonable as possible and not try to predict the future. We just try to prepare for any potential downturn that we could have or an upturn for that matter. We, we prepare for we prepare for all of the, the
0: repercussions of what could happen in the market. And that's exactly what having a plan means. Yeah. <laughs> you have a plan, you know, you, exactly. you know what's gonna happen, you know what your income's gonna look like, where it's gonna come from, how much it's gonna be. But even more importantly, you have a plan that is not dependent upon something that you can't control
1: performing. <laughs> Because any of these, any of these big box real um, advisors, they'll give you a plan. They'll give you a retirement plan and say, you know, as long as the market does eight or nine percent for the rest of your retirement, you're great.
0: Yeah, I got a, I got a plan. I'm gonna go live in a yurt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But if your plan is
1: based on something that you have no control over whatsoever, that's not a plan, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to touch on real quick. You had mentioned taxes in Mm. the last segment. And uh, to me, that's that's really fascinating because people don't think of taxes necessarily as, as part of an income plan. So can you talk about some of the considerations when it comes to taxes? Oh yeah, so I mean even not even considering I try risk. to stop you, huh. <laughs> right. um, you know, having a,
1: a good blend of tax deferred, tax-free, and tax efficient assets set up so that we can plan those out in a nice blend that keeps your taxable income in the lower brackets all the way through that ride through retirement is mm-hmm. one thing. But that's, that's part of what I do day in and day out. When we talk about risk, I think there's a greater risk of tax changes in the future disrupting your plan than it is a, a market crash or a market correction. Sure. So right now we are, believe it or not, and I know everybody's complaining about taxes. We're in the lowest tax brackets overall than we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So depending on who is in the administration, Four years from now, eight years from now, twelve years from now, whenever your whenever your retirement is, if you're if you're basing your retirement on the current tax laws and not changing, then you're you're leaving out a big risk factor there because they could easily change significantly in the direction. They're not going down. If they're gonna change, it's gonna go up. So okay. if you're in the if you're in an effective tax bracket of twenty ish or so percent right now and you plan on that, what are you gonna do when all of a sudden it's forty percent?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, what if the U.S. government decides to stop taxing us all together? Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, that would be less than we're being taxed now. It True, is. but that's
1: never going to happen. Um, okay. But if we, if we put the right blend of tax-free and tax-efficient income into that plan, then all of a sudden the tax rates double, and it doesn't really affect us very
0: much because the majority of our income has already been planned tax-efficiently. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, what about – you know, in the risk spectrum, and, and and I know this is kind of hypothetical, but real estate, where does that fall? Once again, it depends. Are you
1: are you owning real estate in a speculative situation? How long can you hold on to it as it goes through a downturn and comes back up? Or are you doing rental, or are you doing lending on it? So, you know, gotcha. our favorite way of, of investing in real estate, and it's, it's one of the things that is in our wheelhouse, is in the private lending. And I'm going to let Jaden talk about that because that's, that's his passion. He can talk about it very well. But we don't want to own real estate in the scenario we lay out. As a matter of fact, if we own a piece of real estate, it's because something went wrong.
0: So what's the better scenario then, Jaden, if you want to invest in real estate?
2: Well, there's a lot of uh, very formidable, respectable ways to invest in real estate. This is where a lot of wealth is built. And again, uh, our clients are higher net worth clients. A lot of them understand real estate. They've built wealth in real estate. So we've got a lot of landlords that come to us that have residential or commercial uh, income property and that's a great asset. Many times those are paid off, and they're just cash flowing at this point. So, you know, Jess can roll those right into the income plan as as income-producing assets. He'll, he'll even take it a step further and, and do an analysis and tell you what kind of return you're making on those assets and if it makes sense to hold them, uh, both from an income and, a, and an investment standpoint, also a tax standpoint, or mm-hmm. does it make sense to go ahead and, and exit those, liquidate, and maybe roll that into a different real estate investment. We're always going to be biased and most um, most proud of our very own private lending program that's been our staple and one of our differentiators. Uh, th- this is something that attracts a lot of people to our firm because it's unique. Uh, we, we have literally two-thirds of our clients participate in our private lending program where we uh, actually own, we, we control a lending company, that lends money out on short-term bridge loans across the state of Texas, and these are these are rehab, new construction, uh, fix and flip type type projects where we're mm-hmm. lending money out at seventy cents on the dollar, very secure lending, and we're able to get a higher yield uh, for our clients that invest in this fund. Right now, we're seeing returns in the seven to eight mm-hmm. percent range, and um, gosh, I mean that's a that's a great return. It's it, I mean we're not we're not blazing trails here and setting the the portfolio on fire at seven eight sure. percent but gosh when you compare that to, in today's market that's played some trail i mean huh? that's pretty strong when you, when you factor in the safety level that comes along with it yeah. so if, you, if i can get seven percent keep my principal safe giving my seven percent and don't hurt me then I, i'm that's something i want to hear about so reach out to us if, if you want to learn more about our private lending program folks yeah for sure
0: yeah and you, you just said 70 cents on the dollar, I mean, that 70% basis in and of itself is crucial when it comes to sort of shielding
2: yourself in, in any investment. That's you know? right. And especially if if a downturn hits. Absolutely. Uh, that, and, that's key. Oh, it's key. It's called asset-based lending. Um, I, I would compare it just just on simple terms to operating a pawn shop. Pa- usually pawn shop yeah. operators do exactly. not lose. Yeah. When, they don't when, lose you, when you take your $10,000, you know, right. ring diamond ring in there, guess how much they're going to give you? Yeah. 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 A grand. Yeah. <laughs> Something less than, you know, $5,000 yeah. probably. They're not going to lose money. Mm-mm.
0: Well, guys, even though it's Sunday morning, we're running out of daylight. So it's time for you to put your money where your mouth is. And this is where each week my esteemed co-hosts have to come up with a phrase related to this week's episode. And I get to amuse myself by telling them how they have to deliver it. Every episode, I seal the guidelines for the game in the envelope and open it on air so they never know what to expect. And if I stump them this week, well, quite simply, Jess has to build me a recession-resistant income plan I'll do that anyway for free all right no problem (laughs) all right let's let it rip okay guys this one's a little tricky I want you to sum up today's episode in any number of words but one of those words has to rhyme with recession here we go While the guys are racking their brains trying to put this one together, I just want to remind you that you can learn more about us at noblecapital.com. Check us out on Facebook, at Noble Capital, on Instagram, at Noble Capital Radio, and you can download every episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right, guys, that's your time. What do you got for me? All right, Sean, I'm coming right out with it. You ready? All right, let's hear it. All right, here it is: a Noble Capital Wealth Management income plan in your possession will protect your retirement from a recession. Ah, oh, you're a poet, and you yeah, don't know it. He, he didn't just rhyme; he had, to, he had to put it like in verse. Right? There's
0: like was, meter to yeah. it. Yeah, that's great.
1: Mine, as usual, mine let's, is let's not. Let's see as, how you did, Jess. I have faith so, in you. You know, this, this addresses the uh, it's never a good time to get out of the market. Gotcha. Session, right? So don't let your obsession with more and
0: more and more let you get hurt in a recession. Perfect. That's perfect. Well, guys, that was awesome. Unfortunately, that is the Noble Capital Radio Hour for this week. I'm Jaden. I'm Sean. <laughs> you wish. And remember, life is short. Plan to enjoy it. We'll see you back here next week. All opinions and information expressed by the speakers on this show are solely the opinions of those speakers and not those of Noble Capital or any of its subsidiaries or affiliates. All opinions are based on information the speakers consider reliable. Opinions and information are provided as is for educational purposes only, cannot be guaranteed or warranted, may change without notice, and may not be corrected or updated. Opinions and information should not be construed as an inducement to invest, and offer to buy or sell securities, nor as legal, tax, or investment advice, nor do they take into account your particular investment objectives. Financial situation or needs, and are therefore not necessarily intended as recommendations suitable for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments and strategies mentioned on this program. Neither the speakers, Noble Capital, or their affiliates guarantee any specific outcome or profit. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all investments involve inherent risk of total loss. Strategies and investments fluctuate in price and value, and investors may get back less than they invested. You should seek advice from independent financial, investment, and legal counsel before making any financial or investment decisions. Transmission of information through this program is not intended and does not create an advisor-client relationship between you and Noble Capital. Information provided on this program may reference other service providers including websites operated and maintained by third parties. The provision of such information does not imply responsibility for or an endorsement of any third-party information, opinion, recommendation, or investment product. Reproduction, distribution, republication, and or retransmission of any portion of this program is prohibited without the prior written consent of Noble Capital. Whew, that's too long.